if you have a competitor on the platform, you have a blueprint, hmm. right? So if I get started, right, if I get started and I just want to get into the baseball niche, mm -hmm. the first thing I'm doing is I'm going to, I'm going to find 10 different channels that are popular in that space mm -hmm. that are automated channels that actually are faceless. And I'm going to literally just make a list. I'm going to make a list of the top 10 channels. I'm going to go on their channels and look for their most recent viral videos. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to start making a list of those too. Are you ready? We're going to run the yeah. play. Let's Do you go. know what it's like to come from nothing at all? But every day you just wanting it all. Do you know what it's like? Every day facing your fear, but believing that your blessing is near. Do you know what it's like? Growing up broken than most, but still being devoted the most. Do you know what it's like? Yeah, that's what the journey's about. Yeah. Show you What's going on, y'all? This is Justin Owens, back at the Run and Play Show, where I help break down the top plays of success from top leaders, entrepreneurs, and personalities by sharing gems from their personal playbook. And today, we got YouTube expert. And listen, this guy has mastered YouTube, not only YouTube, but automation. And you can grow your channel to millions of views. And he's got a lot of game to talk about, so I'm glad to have him in the room. But we got my brother David Omari in the room. How you doing, man? Appreciate you having me, man. Man, I'm, I'm ready to, to be here. this game. Man. <laughs> I'm excited to be here. I'm man. ready to you give know? them the play to run. Man. So listen, I'm taking notes this this episode too, just just so y'all know too, because I believe all the time you got to be a student, and when you have somebody that knows what they're doing, they mastered it. Uh, I think it's a great great thing to uh, to learn from. So um, let's just start the basic question, right? Like, so how did you get? Like, when did you get started on YouTube? So I've been doing it for about a decade. I started fresh out of high school, 2013, when I just started playing with it. Yeah. Right, so I've been doing it for about 10 years, and that's typically when I got started. I didn't really start taking it serious until like 2015. Got it, okay. So I know some people are like, all right, I wanna get in YouTube. I'm not really a good speaker. I don't have a camera in my face. Yeah. I'm not a great creator and creating content. Like, what would you say to a person that's like, they wanna find a different route of making money, but that's not their style? they need to look into the business model of YouTube automation. Okay. So all YouTube automation is is just a faceless way of doing YouTube where you don't show your face or ever use your voice or ever create a single video for that aspect, right? And so what you're doing is you're outsourcing the entire process to freelancers on Fiverr and Upwork, mm. right? So with a video, you have four elements. You have a script, mm -hmm. you have a voiceover, you have the video edits, the video editor, right? And then you have the picture on the video, which is like the thumbnail. Got so it, okay. you're hiring four different freelancers, right? And the goal is to get it for as low as possible. And then from there, they build the video for you. You post it on the platform without you ever having to be a part of the process, mm. right? The most you do is get the video idea, which is easy because there's millions of vi like videos on YouTube already. Yep. And then the final piece is you uploading and optimizing it with the title, tags, description, and the thumbnail, of course. And so you get the team to do that whole process for you. They, you put it on the platform. And then guess what? You now have taken yourself out of the process. If yep. you're shy, if you're an introvert, it doesn't require you to do anything, right? The video runs up, views goes viral, mm -hmm. and you make money from it. Ah, that's dope. Okay, so, yeah. all right. I, so I would have to upload it myself and yeah. figure out the titling and all that stuff. In the beginning, in the beginning, which is not, it's not that hard to do, but once you get to a level like where I'm at, where you don't have to do that no more, you mm -hmm. can literally step back and get a channel manager and put them in place for you then they would take over that piece. But typically in the beginning when people start, they don't start with a channel manager. Yeah. It's all based off of them basically managing it and just looking at the whole process and just not having to do the video. Got it, uh, okay. Yeah. So, all right, I have no experience with YouTube, log in to Google, start my channel. How long would it take for a person to start making some money? So typically with the strategies and techniques that I personally use and mm -hmm. that my students personally use, anywhere from 
14 to 30 days. So 14 days to get monetized, okay. 30 days to start seeing some income and uh, revenue generated from you actually monetizing your channel, right? Mm -hmm. If you follow it step by step, the first two, the first couple videos you post, all it takes is for that one video to take off, right? You'll mm -hmm. get the watch hours and you'll also get um, the uh, the subscribers too, because you need a thousand subscribers to monetize your channel and four thousand watch so hours. So a person can get that in like fourteen days. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, it's smooth. It's smooth. I mean, with, with the techniques we yeah. got, but <laughs> not trying to pat myself on the back. Yeah. But they actually just lowered that threshold. Um, hmm. YouTube lowered it to five hundred subscribers and three thousand watch hours just to get in a program because they have a partnership program. Yeah, where they allow you to monetize the channel, but. For you to actually turn on the ad revenue, you need to have that 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 watch hours. So that's why I start with that, because you know, just start big, then start going down smooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like but that. it's smooth. It's smooth. Yeah. So all right, because I've always wondered this, like with YouTube monetization, right? Like, mm -hmm. how many? So a thousand views equals how much money? So it all depends on the audiences watching your videos, okay, their location, and also just the topic that the video is about. So let's just say, for example we make a cocoa melon video, okay. right? We know millions of children are gonna watch that, but if we put ads in front of those children, what's the likelihood that they're gonna actually click it and buy something? Yeah, probably low. So that's where that's why, you know, kid content, you don't really make money from that. Now mm. let's say, for example, we're in the business niche, right? Where we're talking about, I don't know, entrepreneurship, yep. right? We make entrepreneurship videos, top 10 tips for you to become a successful entrepreneur, mm -hmm. right? That's targeting a, a, an adult audience that's a lot stronger, that has more money, so what YouTube typically is gonna do is they're gonna pay more for those, uh, or people are gonna actually do is watch those ads. They're gonna pay for those ads. And so what YouTube's gonna do is they're gonna pay more, right? Because the advertiser has to spend more money on the ads to get in front of that desired audience, mm -hmm. right? So on average, a thousand views will probably make you anywhere from three to $7. Okay. Average, like that's the average. If you're in a crazy niche, like a business niche, that can go from 10 to two. I've seen people with $200 per thousand views, bro. Hmm. Like it's crazy, right? And so with that dollar cost per thousand views, let's just say $4 is the average. Mm -hmm. Like that's generally the average, right? If we get a video with a million views, that's $4,000. What's going on y'all? This is Just Know It's The Run and Play Show and this episode is being brought to you by BetterHelp. Listen, give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com forward slash RTP and get on your way to being your best self. I've talked about it and talked about it and talked about it as a leader. Not only do you have to be equipped and be filled, sometimes you got to be able to assist and help other people. But listen, having the tools to be able to navigate through all the things that we go through, whether you're dealing with you know situations around or decisions around your career, relationships, or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life so you can move forward with confidence and excitement. And listen, learning to trust yourself to make decisions that align with your values is like anything. The more you practice it, the easier it gets. I think one of the things I like best about therapy is that it allows you to have skills to be able to handle situations as they arrive, as they come up. And really what happens in a leadership position, which we talk about a lot of times on the show, is like, listen, now you're equipped to not only help yourself, but you can help people. Because I don't believe you can really help other people unless you learn how to help yourself. And so if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, which I love, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire online, then you get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. So let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash RTP today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash RTP. Y'all go run the play. Okay. Right. And the beautiful thing about it is it doesn't have to be one video. In that 30 day yeah. period, 
right? All of your videos, if they all accumulate to a million views and you're averaging $4 um, uh, RPMs, right? Then you're making that $4,000 for that million views. And RPM is? Revenue per milestone. So yeah, like, okay. that's like the dollar amount that you're getting paid per thousand views. And in the dashboard, they don't specify it as that anymore. Yeah. They now specify it as what you're actually getting paid per thousand views because YouTube started to realize people don't know what this stuff means. So yeah. they actually tell you what you're getting paid per thousand views. Got it, got yeah. it, okay. So take me back, I, I know, you know, David, Omari, Day, yeah. Cars, the Lifestyle, Family. Yeah. yeah. Go back to the, like, okay, I'm looking at this as about to start today, right? What what would the day-to-day -day lifestyle of a YouTube content creator look like starting oh, out? Oh, my goodness, man. So me, personally, I had nothing. Like, I, I literally, me and my wife had just got married. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we got married, then we moved in together to our one-bedroom apartment. I had nothing. I yeah. literally, we, we had a TV that my, um, my mother-in-law gave us for like as, as a wedding gift. Um, and then also, I just had this used Xbox that I brought with me that I bought <laughs> from GameStop. I had this laptop I had traded some Yeezys for. Mm -hmm. Like, bro, I literally had, like, I just feel like I had a bunch of, like, random stuff, but I still made it happen, right? And so I would take the game clips from my Xbox, upload it to Xbox DVR. They used to have this site called Xbox DVR where you could take your game clips and upload it. Mm -hmm. Then I would get on my laptop, I would download those clips, and then I would use my iMovie software, literally put the video together, edit it together, take my iPhone, right, mm -hmm. old iPhone, talk on a voice memo to do my voiceover, send it over to my laptop, then from there, go find some instrumental from YouTube that, yeah. you know, not copyright, download the instrumental, throw it on there, upload the video. Mm. And that that amounted to my first viral video, getting half a million views, making over $5,000 in the time that it's been on the platform. Wow. From nothing, bro. Like, yeah. that's literally, like, where it was. And I had seen that, I had got that epiphany, like, yo, as long as I got Wi-Fi, I can keep doing this, mm -hmm. right? And so that's really like what it looked like in the very beginning, before the lifestyle, before all this stuff came. It was just me doing the work myself before I even knew about, you know, automating the platform or anything yeah. like that. Okay, got yeah. it. So what about, all right, so I, I know you've got some, some business now that you even teach people this stuff. Yeah. But like, all right, cool. Mm -hmm. Just as looking at this, I want to get into YouTube mm -hmm. creation, automation. What is my day-to-day like facts oh yeah look like now so now with the automation play it, it looks a lot more simple okay so typically with me being a manager or with you being a manager of mm -hmm. the channel you're typically spending four hours a week managing that channel okay right 30 <clears throat> minutes a day I say 30 minutes a day max and this could be spread or it could be in a zoom call I'm real organized I'm big on quality I like quality mm -hmm. people and so I like to give quality time to like make sure the job gets done right so Typically, you wake up in the morning, mm -hmm. right, or whatever time of day, de yep. depending on whatever time you want to start, you know, talking about content, 30-minute call with all your team members, mm -hmm. right? And they're all on this thing called a Trello board, which I'll break down too, which actually is like the workflow and organizing everybody's piece in the play. Okay. But you get with them, you talk to them, and you discuss, okay, here's the video ideas that I have. Let's execute this. Let's make sure it's exactly like this, but make it better. Because it's all about taking inspiration, mm -hmm. but making it better. Right, and so that's your day to day. That's what it looks like. You're just communicating with the team, making sure things get done the correct way. It. That's really all it is. It's just the master of delegation. Got it. Okay. Got it. Okay. And so I would have to find videos though. Like, okay, this one's good. You don't have to do that. If you got a good video editor, they'll they'll source all the clips for you. But you mean like video idea? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So you gotta have that mind. So yeah. I always tell people. The YouTube channel is not so much about the team. I mean, it is about the team. You have to have a great team. But 
It's about the brain that operates the team. Right. Like if if I buy a channel right now, mm -hmm. let's just say it's in a in a uh, in a baseball niche. I know nothing about baseball, right? Yep. I just know hit it at home run. That's all I really know, right? If I buy a baseball channel, right, with an automation team from somebody who had it going crazy and they give it to me, I'm gonna run that channel to the ground because I know nothing about baseball. Right. Because the brain of the operation was removed, the person that sold me the channel. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. So that's why it's important for you to like really be the person that understands it. You need to understand the niche and the topic of your channel with yeah. your team. Yeah. So my question would be like, so mm -hmm. how would you develop that brain? Like, how, how would you teach oh, somebody? Yeah. Well, simple. So just understanding the algorithm and understanding, you know, your competitors. I always tell people, if you have a competitor on the platform, you have a blueprint, hmm. right? So if I get started, right, if I get started, and I just want to get into the baseball niche. Mm -hmm. The first thing I'm doing is I'm going to I'm going to find ten different channels that are popular in that space mm -hmm. that are automated channels that actually are faceless. And I'm going to literally just make a list. I'm going to make a list of the top ten channels. I'm going to go on their channels and look for their most recent viral videos. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to start making a list of those too. So I'll take like three, four, five videos from each channel, and then I'll look at my content board and say, okay, now I know the direction I want to go. Because a lot of these channels are similar in the content they create. Yeah. Some people do uh, videos about specific baseball players. Some people do specific videos about baseball in general. Mm -hmm. Right. You got to figure out the exact niche you want to be in because sometimes the niche is super, super niched, and you can't you can't just approach it too broad. Right. Because mm -hmm. sometimes people get on YouTube and they making, for example, these baseball videos. They making it about you know the championship game, about Derek Jeter, about you know yeah. new baseball shoes that came out. You're all over the place. Right. Yeah. And we're trying to build a loyal audience. We're trying to have an audience that's going to tap into every video we post, mm -hmm. right? And not to go all over the place, but for example, if I post a video about, you know, baseball championship, and my next video is about some new baseball shoes that came out, <laughs> the people right. that watch this video, YouTube's going to recommend these people to watch my next video. Got it. But guess what? If I'm not getting a lot of clicks on this next video, it's because they're not interested, which tells YouTube people are not interested in this video, which could essentially hurt your channel. So that's why you kind of want to stay around that one topic, right? Yeah. But just understanding it when you first get started is very simple. As long as you see people that's doing really well, yeah. if you see a channel that's really small, right, 10,000 subscribers, they got a million views in a week, mm -hmm. they're doing something right because yeah. their channel has no way to reach that amount of people. Right. They must be doing something right. That must be a winning topic. And if you can study it and understand that, then YouTube can go viral. Got it. Okay. Yeah. I like that. So. Let's talk about income, because I know a lot of people want to know that. Like, mm -hmm. you gave us some examples, but like, what kind of ratings have you seen with people's like YouTube channel in terms of income? Income, oh, whoa, bro, it's it's crazy. Uh, so me personally, to this day, I'm probably averaging anywhere from twenty to fifty thousand a month. But at my peak, at my peak with just ad revenue alone, I made one hundred and forty-two thousand dollars in a single month. Um, with brand deals in that month, with the brands like paying me for like mm -hmm. promotions and stuff, it was anywhere from three to four hundred thousand dollars. That was like my peak month ever on a platform. <laughs> Typically, people see anywhere from five to ten thousand dollars a month on average mm -hmm. if they're really good at doing this when they get started um, and they stay consistent. But it varies, bro. Sky's the limit. As yeah. long as you can get a ton of views, you can make a lot of money. Because yeah, Mr. Right? Beast is probably one of the top creators. Oh, is, he, is he the top creator? I, I would I would want to argue and say he's in the top 10 as far as creativity is amazing but bro this man that he did a video with some guy and they were going through his channels and bro has like 50 channels or something crazy like that 
Who? My Mr. Beast. Oh, wow. But the thing about it is a lot of those channels, he doesn't upload on it a lot. So there, he had channels where he didn't upload for like three months. But if you look at the revenue, it was still making 50K wow. in a month, passively, bro. Right? And I, I personally had students do like crazy numbers. Like I had a student who posted a soccer video, faceless soccer video, made $42,000 in two months wow. from that single video. Hmm. Right? And so... It is really like as long as you can get views, you can make money. Like it's it's crazy. Like there's really no limit to how much you can make because wow, YouTube's yeah. never gonna stop paying. You know, uh, paying you and advertisers are never gonna stop paying for the ads yeah. on the platform. So got it. Yeah. What what do you think is like? All right, I'm starting to create some content now. Mm -hmm. What is a good video length? Because I heard different stuff. I hear people say like mm -hmm. less than ten minutes. Some people say forty five minutes to an hour. Some people say long. What what do you what have you seen? So it depends. If you're doing a podcast. 45 minutes to an hour, mm -hmm. smooth. That's good to digest. If you're doing just a regular video that's about entertainment, knowledge, tutorials, whatever, eight to 15 minutes, personally. I say eight minutes, I sound, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna sound greedy when I say that, okay? <laughs> you get to place more ads on your video as soon as you hit that eight minute mark, yeah. right? So you never wanna go below that, because if you do, then you're just not gonna make as much money as you would on a less than eight minute video, yeah. right? Because you're not gonna be able to place the ads. Um, 15 minutes is a good spot to be at, because you gotta understand, as time goes on, the attention span of people was just shrinking and shrinking and shrinking mm -hmm. because of like platforms like TikTok, right? Reels, yeah. YouTube short, like they're they're forcing and pushing <clears throat> that short form content, yeah. Um, and so a lot of people don't have that attention span that they used to have to watch a thirty minute video. So eight to fifteen minutes is good. Um, if you can keep your watch time up, if you can get the retention rate high, then usually with a fifteen minute video it gets pushed a lot stronger because YouTube's goal is to keep people watching videos on the platform. Got it. They want to keep people on a platform for as long as possible because they know somebody's gonna see an ad, they're gonna tap, they're gonna buy, YouTube's gonna get a cut. It's all it's all really just a money game. Yeah. Like, if you yeah. think about it. It's yeah. really just a money game. Got it. So now what if I'm like, all right, I don't have a gift, right? But I think my kids do. Now you're saying kids yeah. Videos are kind of harder to monetize, but is it still possible? Have you seen some stories with that? Yeah, nah. I mean, one of the most successful children on YouTube is Ryan. Um, he, he's man. I think he had a year where he made like thirty million dollars, just crazy, like playing with kids' toys and stuff. But a lot of that money comes from endorsements, like he got like Hot Wheels deals and all kind of things going in. Now they used to pay like ad revenue used to be good with that content. Yeah. But there's this thing called Coppa. It just recently came out on YouTube, and so. What they did was they basically made it to where you can't make you really can't make nothing from a kid's video, but yeah. kids can still you know do the YouTube automation play like they they can still run it. It would just have to be ran in a way to where maybe I say like a game, a video game. Mm -hmm. Video game is like the best way it can appeal to children and they can do it because a lot of kids are like 13, 14, 15, yeah. 16. They're playing video games and stuff, yeah. so they can leverage it that way. Yeah. And I feel like that's the best way they can get onto it. But as far as like playing with toys and stuff like that. It the ad revenue itself is not there, but brand deals and sponsorships like these toy companies are paying these kids to play yeah. with these toys because they know it's gonna sell out if they do yeah. that. Yeah. So let's talk about brand deals for a second because I know that's, yeah. that's the thing that people talk about a lot. Mm -hmm. We talk about two things: brand deals and sponsorships. Yeah. So the first question would be, do I reach out to these companies? Do they reach out to me? And then the second so, thing yeah. is, when I get into this space that I have no clue about, yeah. how do I know what the right price is? Right. Oh my goodness. I'm grinning because you just you just said <laughs> it is man just set me up for an alley oop to a dunk man I'm about to go crazy on this play so here's the play all right so look brand deals there's two ways 
you can wait to be fed or you can go fish. Okay. So if you're waiting to be fed, what's going to happen is usually what you can do is on your YouTube channel is you can put your email or don't put the email that's directly connected to your YouTube channel because sometimes people do hack channels. So put make a completely different email address for sponsors and brand deals only just so it's not connected to your channel so you don't get hacked. But you put that in your about section. When, or you put it on in your about section in every video description just say business inquires, reach out to so-and-so, yep. right? So companies will reach out to you, mm-hmm. right? And when they reach out to you, they'll send a proposal and usually they already name their price. Yep. You can negotiate it, but sometimes a, a brand will come to you like, hey, I'm willing to pay you $5,000 for a 30 second shout out in the beginning of your video. Mm-hmm. Most people are not gonna negotiate that. They're just gonna take that because it's, it's a copy and paste thing. Like mm-hmm. you ain't gotta, you know what I'm saying? So that's just getting fed, okay. right? Which typically you can't gauge when that's gonna happen. Um, it just depends on how your channel's performing. Brands, they look at these channels um, and they have like these specific products they're selling and they know like who to look for, who to pick out to get their product in front of the people and the viewers because they know you have an audience that knows you, likes you, and trusts you. So they're most likely going to spend money with you. Um, And so when you're fishing, now I got this down to a T. (laughs) Okay. Like I got a whole like, I got a whole blueprint, like a template that's Mm -hmm. plug and play, like fill in the blank. Mm. From your address, your name to like what you like, it's filling a blank where you can send it to a brand, mm-hmm. and nine times out of ten, the brand is going to respond saying, "I would like to work with you." Yeah. And as far as pricing and how much to pay them, I got a whole like page that sh- literally breaks down your views and what you should be charging, right? Wow. Depending on your niche. So that in itself is just a, a template, a brand template to reach out to brands and just send a, a proposal out and say, "Hey, okay. I got this channel that's getting three million views a month." Mm-hmm. I know I can sell your product because my audience loves this this thing that I'm making videos about. Yep. Let's do some business together, you know, for, you know, a reach of 3 million people per month. You know, if we do 3 4 videos, mm-hmm. how much could you pay me for that, right? Or whatever it may be or I'm proposing that, you know, we can do a brand collaboration for $1500, XYZ, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. right? And so that's going fishing. Got it. And so there there's those are two ways. I I personally like to just do both. Right. I mean, there's no reason why you shouldn't be doing both. If somebody comes to you and it, and it makes sense with your brand, it makes sense with your business and it makes sense with your channel. Go ahead and promote it and get that bag. Um, but also, if you get a, if you get a month where you just know that there's not a lot of brand deals coming in, well, you can just go fish and yeah. just start sending it out. You mm-hmm. know, get the get the people's email um, that are like, you know, representing PR for the company and all that stuff yep. and just branding in general um, and just start, you know, putting put your name out there. Like, hey, I got this channel. For example, I had a brand deal come to me. Right, and what happened was they wanted to pay me 10k mm-hmm. for like a 15 to 30 second brand integration in the beginning of the video. Wow. Keep in mind, my 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 video editor did all of it, put it together. Mm-hmm. Right, video ended up getting like two to three million views. Hmm. Right, they paid us 10k up front. Yep, it did so well. The company said, "Yo, can we get nine more spots on your channel this month?" What? And so we ended up making a hundred thousand dollars just from the brand collaboration. But the crazy part is, and don't let this go over your head, is we literally just copy and pasted that same video that we made for them on the first video in front of every single video. Wow. And so that is like being fed, but going fishing, right? This company, maybe there's a time where they won't reach out, Yeah. but I already made money from them. Mm -hmm. And I know that it did good. So I'll reach out to them like, hey, do you need promo? Yeah. And then they'll say, okay, cool. Right, or I'll see another channel in my industry getting promo, right? And it's the same industry yeah. I'm in, 
all I do is reach out to that company and say, hey, I, I make videos just like this channel does, mm -hmm. and I, I got similar reach or I got better reach. Yep. Or my reach is a little lower, but I feel like you can reach more people with your business. Yeah. Send them a proposal, and then, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And now it's like, you're not just casting your net wide. Now you're actually direct hitting the right amount of, you know, yeah. brands yeah. that you know will tap in, tap in with you. And I guess the benefit is, like, I guess because the YouTube videos are there. Yeah, it lives on the platform forever. Yeah, forever. So it's, yeah. it's a little different than, like, Instagram. Like, Instagram, a lot of times, you, I forget what I've been posting, like, yeah, two bro. years ago. You'd be like, okay, bro. let's redo it again. Facts. Yeah, so your platform of choice to focus on right now is YouTube. YouTube and I always will be YouTube, bro. I will, I will always. I mean, I love social media in general. Okay. I'm, like, I'm nerdy with it. Like, I like blowing up, going yeah. viral, but not in the aspect of I'm trying to get clout or something. I'm just doing it on the, on the strength of, like, Yo, I just get a kick out of like seeing a video go crazy. Like the first reel I ever posted on Instagram was on my page. Um, I got a, a theme page on Instagram called YouTube Automation. Mm -hmm. Like I got the name. My first reel on there got 10 million views. Wow. Right. And and it's because it went it went viral on TikTok. And yep. so I took that and I put it on Instagram. Boom. And I put it on short and it just did the same thing. They all went viral. So um, I primarily am always gonna focus on YouTube because I just know that the platform number one. It pays out better than any other platform out there, and mm -hmm. it's very structured and organized, and it makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like it's gonna always continue to grow and grow and grow because Google's backing it. Yeah, Google owns it, and that's yeah. a huge company. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that's a fact. I, I'm primarily always gonna focus on YouTube because I just feel like, and in end and beyond, that's gonna be the social media on top. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So let's talk about we talked about YouTube for a little while. We'll get back to that because I'm sure some stuff you want to share on it. Yeah. But let's talk about David Omari, the man. Right? Man, like, bro. The, you know. Yeah, bro. Let's, let's talk, talk about like how you were able to build yourself because now you're coming from high school. Did you go to college? Uh, yeah, I went to three different junior colleges. Okay, wow. I fell out of two, and I dropped out of the last one. Got it, okay. So you went to college, but didn't finish. Yeah. Okay, and then, okay, you get married. Mm -hmm. All right, so you're married. No quote-unquote college education, but you did get some, right? You got yeah. kids now. Mm -hmm. How do you, how are you able to now say, okay, I got to build this business, but I got a family, I've got kids? Because those are a lot of the reasons why people say they can't start a business that's or get into my, a business. That's, that's my, like, inspiration. Yeah. I would not be sitting here right now talking to you if I didn't get married, wow. if I didn't have kids. So some people, y'all ain't making no money because y'all ain't trying to get committed. I'm I, just throwing it out I, to you. Bro, <laughs> I'm telling you, like, my me being committed to that, it it forced me. Yeah. But in a good way. Yeah, no, it does. It's like, it's <clears> like <throat> I'm like a, I like to say this, bro. You know how they say diamonds are perfected under pressure? Yeah. That's me. Yeah. If you put me under pressure, if just know if you ever need something done for me, yeah. If you put me under pressure, yeah, it's gonna be done better than it would be if it, if it wasn't under pressure. Wow. I'm like, it's. I always use this story too. My brother was at my house one time. He was playing Call of Duty. I I don't play PC, yeah. but he plays. But he plays on a controller, and I just wanted to you know be you know cool because it's my company, and I want to make sure he's comfortable. So I gave him the controller, and I use a keyboard and mouse. Bro, I have ne I never play on keyboard and mouse. <laughs> we playing this game. It's like two v two gunfight. Um, he get killed, um, and he killed the other guy, right? And it's one player left. Mm. I'm like, but I like, I don't know what I did. I was trying to use a controller, but it wasn't working. He like, bro, you, he, no, or actually I died. He had the controller. Yeah. And he was like, bro, it's not working. Mm -hmm. And something happened to where the computer switched to PC, or the uh, controller switched to PC. Mm. So I'm like, what you mean it's not working, bro? Like, you got it. He has a sniper in his hand. Yeah. I'm like, Move. I literally say move. I grab the keyboard and the mouse, mm -hmm. and I just aim the sniper. No aim, no nothing. Just click the button. Mm -hmm. Boom, we win the game. 
Damn. Like under pressure, like yeah. real life under pressure. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, bro, what do you mean it's not working? What do you mean? So like, with my life, being married put me in a lot of pressure. Yeah. I okay, you, you got a wife now. You got to make sure you're the provider. You got to mm-hmm. make sure she's good. You got to make sure you the man. Yeah. You got your first child. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you got a kid. You really can't. Yeah. You ain't got no choice. Mm-hmm. Right. Your second kid. Okay. So that's like, I literally sh- say that to say like, bro, if I didn't have that type of pressure on me, yeah, there was there's no way because. Who am I doing it for? Yeah. Like those are my why. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, I would say honestly, bro, that's just that's that's what built me. Yeah, that's a part of me. That's yeah. really me. Yeah, so I like that. I think it's true. I think yeah, we're 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 made like that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. guys is like you should be. Yeah, provider. You know, yeah. doing your best to take care of your family and stuff like that. So, yeah. all right. So let's talk about you developing yourself. Do you is it is it books? Is it audios? Is it courses? Is it you just studying YouTube? Like what's what's kind of been like your development process? Because some mm-hmm. people feel like. Um, okay, well, I'm an entrepreneur, so I don't need to go to school, which that may be true. You don't need, like, college, but you still need education. Yeah. Right? So what what, is, what has been kind of your route for that? So just finding people that's where I need to be, like, where I, where I want to go. Yeah. Um, that's, like, been my biggest, like, successes I've seen in just education. So, like, with YouTube, I used to study all <clears throat> the YouTubers in my niche. I used to study YouTubers who were just bigger than I ever was. Because they, like I said, they have this blueprint, they have this roadmap, right? There's certain psychology that you can actually understand on YouTube to where if you know how to run the same play the way they're doing it, you can too be successful. But I do read books, you know what I'm saying? I got a lot of, I got a, I got a big book, uh, bookshelf. Um, Who would you say top, top, any, I ain't gonna give you a number because I think it's a lot of pressure, but any books that stand off on the top of your head is like, yo, this was a, this was a four hour work week. Okay. Rich dad, poor dad. Um. And the it's how to influence friends. I always forget the title. How to win friends and influence people. How to win friends and influence people. Yep. Yeah, those are my top three. Yeah, but yeah. But I got bro mad books. Um, the Jason Vladlin joint, one to many. That's like my favorite book. Mm. So like just I, I I like to read and stuff like that. I never really read any um books on YouTube for real. But I always do watch like there's a lot of uh, videos on YouTube that teach you more about the algorithm. Not necessarily like how to crack it, but just little things that you need to understand, like the yeah. basics that I still like was studying. And in the very beginning, I was always, you know, spending a lot of time studying, studying, studying. And even still to this day, like I'm eating dinner, I'm studying a YouTube video, trying to figure out like, yo, how can I apply this to my channels and go crazy? Got it. All right, so I have a question about studying YouTube videos, mm-hmm. right? I'm looking at the video. What am I looking at, and what am I what am I studying to say? Okay, mm-hmm. oh, this is what I can apply to my my uh, videos. You're studying the hook. The very first thing you hear when you see the video, okay, which you can literally take note of and reuse on your channel, you're studying. Like, I'll give you an example. Yeah, Mr. Beast just dropped the video, um, and it was train versus pit. So there's literally this big hole in the ground, and there's a train coming to it, and Mr. Beast on the thumbnail, like pointing at, it, like, oh my goodness, right? So I'm taking note of that thumbnail. Cool, that's the story. Sparks curiosity. Yep. It's, I'm asking a question like, "There's no way to happen." Now I want to click it, so I'm studying that. Yep. Got that. Captured that. Now let's watch the actual video. Mm-hmm. Starts the video. In today's video, we're about to break. We're about to. I'm about to show you how this train's about to go into this pit. White, right? Hooked in. Now I want to see it happen. Yep. But throughout the entire video, there's multiple hooks. So he's like, "Okay, but before we do that, we're gonna take this car. We're gonna fly it over ten buses." Or something crazy, right? Mm-hmm. And it's moments like that in the video over and over and over and over and over and over. Mm-hmm. But at the very end, the reason why I clicked on the video, that is like the at the end, right? So what did it do? What did I learn from that? 
he hooked me in all the way to the end. Mm -hmm. He helped he helped me, or he taught me how to stretch a a viewer's duration and a viewer's retention rate yeah. all the way to the end by making these incredible things happen in between the moment that they clicked on it for, right? Mm -hmm. To keep them to the end. So studying a video like that, like when I watch a Mr. Beast video, I'm I'm not I'm watching it for entertainment, but ninety percent of good. it I'm watching it to study. Like, okay, what did he do? And I'm like, ah. And that video had like. Bro, I ain't gonna lie, I had like 30 million views in less than 24 hours or something like that. Wow. So if I'm seeing stuff like that, I'm studying like, okay, how did he do this? He told the story in a thumbnail. He told it in a title. Very small, you know, small title, right? And then he actually had it spread out to where he gave them in the very beginning why they clicked the video, but he actually delivered on it at the end. Yeah. So he told you what we're gonna do, but then he showed you how they were gonna do at the very end, which kept the viewer watching the video all the way through. Yeah. And so that's how I study every video. I see it and I just pick up like little key points, little edits and things like that to see how I can apply it to like my faceless channels and stuff yeah, like that. I like it. So a question I know a lot of people have is like, man, I hear what you're saying, bro, but it, it, it sounds like it's too late. I'm no. too old. I'm, like what, what would you say, is it, is it is, have we passed the, the mark of like, it's a good time to get into YouTube? No. Okay. No, no, definitely not, bro. And, and it's crazy because like, I always say this too, like people, you would think that where I'm at now, I'm probably spending more on my videos, more on my team, all that stuff. We started a new channel this year in January. The first month it made $700. Mm -hmm. So this is 2023 as I'm speaking. The second month it made 5,000. The third month it made 7,000. And then after that 5,000. And then recently last month made 4,000, mm -hmm. right? I just started this channel hmm. and I'm only paying $40 for each of those videos. Right, and I'm yeah. probably posting five to seven videos a month, so it's only costing me three hundred dollars a month, hmm. right? And so I'm taking the money from the ad that's revenue. Nice. That's what's yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm taking the money from the actual video, uh, from the um, actual ad revenue, and I'm just dumping it back into the channel and just blowing it up like that. So that's 2023 fresh in the game. I like just starting off like again, fresh from channel scratch. Sorry, excuse me, fresh channel <laughs> from scratch. So. Yeah. Definitely, man. I think anybody can jump into it at any time. There's never going to be a time where it's too late. Um, I just feel like, like I said, YouTube is just constantly growing. Yeah. New viewers are always joining a platform, and they're always looking for somebody new to watch and to add to their sub feed. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I always have this section in the, the, the uh, show, we call mm -hmm. it Breakdown of Breakthroughs. Yeah. I believe any successful entrepreneurs have breakdowns, mm -hmm. and I think what makes people great is We've all had breakdowns, but yeah. there's some skills, some lessons, or something that happened that you were able to break through mm -hmm. and get to the other side. Um, you may have had one of those, multiple of those, mm -hmm. but anything you want to share from your life that you've been able to handle a breakdown and yeah, get through bro. it, and then what were the lessons you learned from it? Just back to YouTube, bro, I had I had three breakdowns. My first breakdown, I had literally lost the channel. Oh, wow. <laughs> it got to 50,000 subscribers, and this is an early on, too, early, early on. Uh, it got to 50,000 subscribers. I was blowing up. A bunch of other creators got together and they they got my channel deleted. Um, really? Yeah, bro, it was bad. Um, lost the channel. Woke up next morning and it was on Christmas Eve too. It was, it was tough. <laughs> lost the um, channel and then and so um, you can't get that back. Nah, I ended up getting it back after two years. I ended up getting it back and like I emailed YouTube. They gave it back to me in fifteen minutes. Crazy. Mm. But um, so after that, right? Um, I just woke up the next day and this is how I broke through. I woke up the next day. Um, and I just was like, man, down. My wife was just talking to me like, yo, you really was going hard. Like, you should, you shouldn't just give up. You should like really try and do this again. Um, and so, in the, in the in the next six months after that happened, I had a channel hit 100,000 subscribers. So yeah, it, it turned me up. It made me say, nah, I was I was halfway there. 
Like, imagine you get it halfway there and get set back to yeah. zero. I was like, nah, I got to. So you close. went back to the same niche mm-hmm. on a completely different channel. Start New channel, over. start all over. Then ran the play again from zero. Yeah. Um, and so that's how I broke through. And the lesson I learned from that, have multiple channels. Yeah. <laughs> like, have multiple channels. Just always have a channel in the back pocket just in case something happened. Um, and so that's what I did. And that's how I broke through. Um, and that was my breakdown. And that's what I learned from it. My second one, being hacked. I had my email in my about section mm. that was connected to the channel. A brand reached out to me, wasn't a real brand, it was a Russian brand, uh, saying they had a PC cleaner, was trying to pay me $3,000, ended up downloading the software, it was nothing, it was just a rat, which is like, um, it's basically like a, a, a virus that they can monitor your screen, um, and then they wanted, they just wanted to take my channel, so it ended up, they ended up taking ownership of the channel, I saw it, but what they would do is they were already in my computer, so they can go into email and delete the purse, because it'll tell you, YouTube tells you, your ownership of the channel has changed to so-and-so. Yeah. So usually they would delete that, but it popped up on my phone, so thank God I saw it. So I was able to go in, because it, it takes seven days for ownership to transfer. Yeah. So thank God I was able to see it. I literally had to unplug that PC, never plugged it up again, because yeah. it was you know done, <laughs> and then I just made sure that I, I secured the channel. So I got hacked. Uh, how I broke through that is, you know, just learning not to put, or. I broke, I broke, how I broke through that is I was able to get access back to the channel. Yeah. Um, and then the lesson I learned is just never let people see the real email connected to your channel. Mm. The final one, community guideline strikes. Um, I was doing some type of, I was playing GTA on, mm. on YouTube and they had a casino update. And so what YouTube doesn't like is like gambling sites and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so they didn't update their terms because they don't care what, what games is dropping. They don't they don't keep update yeah. up to date with these games. Mm -hmm. And so the game came out an update where they put a casino in the game. And I was making videos about it. Uh, it was doing well, it was getting a lot of views, but YouTube saw it as me promoting gambling sites. So mm. they gave me a bunch of community guideline strikes, which can terminate your channel and delete it. Um, but I had connections with YouTube. I still got connections with YouTube to where I was able to contact them and get it removed. So that's how I broke through. I was able to contact them, tell them, hey, you know, just off of my network of people that I was like, you know, networking with and like figuring out who to talk to to get it fixed. Ended up getting it fixed. I think the head of gaming at YouTube was a real big reason why that happened. Um, and so I was able to get it fixed, taken up. And the lesson I learned from that is just read the terms of service, bro. <laughs> just read the community yeah. guidelines in terms of service so yeah. you don't end up with it. Mm -hmm. But those are my three break my breakdowns. Um, and I just feel like they may be who I am, bro. Yeah. Losing something that you built is the best way to test if you really want it. Yep, I agree. Because anybody in that time, in that moment, you lose 50,000 subscribers, your next check, getting off that channel was $6,000. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So Still, that check uh, is gone? That check, I got it back the two oh, years yeah. after. Oh, so they ended up paying it to you mm -hmm. later. Dang. Yeah, literally the month after I got it back, they paid it out. So yeah, so I ended up getting that money back. But yeah, bro, just learning those three breakdowns, bro, going through it just really made me like the man who I am. You know what I'm saying? So I, I feel like setbacks always help you become a better person, bro. And yeah. it just tests you to yeah. see if you really want something. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Any, any, because uh, how old are you? 28. 28, all right. Any tips for like young men that are married, that have families, mm -hmm. and in entrepreneurship that have helped you be able to navigate that whole process? Man, um, trust the process. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just have faith in God and everything you do. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like my biggest thing, though, is use who is around you to motivate you. I feel like a lot of people, sometimes they just don't, they look at what is holding them back, mm -hmm. right? Maybe it's a neighborhood you live in, right? I lived in bad neighborhoods growing up, yeah. right? Maybe it's a neighborhood that you feel like is setting you back. Maybe, you know, you got people depending on you that you feel is setting you back. You have to almost reverse psychology that 
right? Treat it as a positive. I'm a very positive mind. Like I have a very positive mindset. I can look at any situation and find the good out of it, yeah. right? No matter how bad it is, mm -hmm. um, I always find the good in the situation. And so I would say just reverse that energy from, you know, using it or reverse the energy from having you think that it's something that's setting you back and, and it's, it's baggage on you and just use it for fuel to motivate you to get out of that situation and make it, you know, make something of it, yeah. right? Do something for you. So just use it towards your motivation and just, you know, have it inspire you to get to that next level. Yeah, I that's, love it. Man. That's the best thing I can say, bro. You know, that's solid, man. I, I learned a lot. I don't know about y'all. I learned a lot from this uh, this conversation. Yeah, it was dope. Facts. Um, anything you want to share? I know, obviously, uh, you got a couple of, um, you know, uh, events and stuff coming up. And yeah, man. Beyond just the one you have coming up now, but, like, where people can find you and even yeah. find out about, you know, yeah, yeah, what I do, yeah, YouTube definitely. Automation and, and, I mean, y'all definitely, you know, could tap into the five-day challenge we got coming up next week. Uh, it's the YouTube Automation Challenge, um, and basically you'll spend five days with me learning the whole entire game from A to Z. Okay. Um, we gonna have special guests, you know, surprise giveaways, and that's YTAChallenge.com. I'm sure my boy Justin gonna link it in the description yep, below for y'all. Sure. Yep. Um, and just you know, follow me on Instagram at David Omari. Um, on Instagram with the verification. You know what I'm saying? Make sure it's me with the verification because they out there trying to get you. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, I actually do have a channel where I show my face. Uh, okay. It's, it's, it's a channel where I don't post often. I may drop a video a month, but it's pure game, you know, where you can go tap in and, you know, get some more information. And it's actually doing pretty good. Like, it's crazy, like, how I can blow my face, too. It's crazy, mm -hmm. right? And so it's David Omari on YouTube as well, another verification. And the ad is David Omari K on YouTube. But, yeah, man, definitely tap into the challenge. I want, I want to take you guys to the next level with them five days. So, you know what I'm saying? Link is in the description. David Amari on Instagram and David Amari on YouTube. Bro. Okay. That's and what you said something earlier, so I'll make sure you don't leave it because I, I was thinking about it too. Mm -hmm. You said something you was going to tell us something about using Trello, Trello board. board. Yep. Yeah. So, with the Trello board, <clears throat> it's very simple, right? It's your workflow. Like, that's where you have the team literally work out of, okay? So, you have them all added in there via email and you have these sections, right, that they're all responsible for. So you'll have two sections. You'll have the video idea and the upload and optimize section, right? So it's the first tab is video idea where you'll have the video idea in there, right? And then it'll say needs thumbnail, okay? And then that's where you have your thumbnail artist make the thumbnail. Typically, the thumbnail is supposed to come after the video is done, but I personally think that the thumbnail is the most important part of the video. So you wanna make sure that, you know, I won't even, like, I personally won't even post a video if I don't have a thumbnail. Like, I won't even make the video if I don't have the thumbnail. So make the thumbnail first so you get the idea of the video. And so after that, that's like the next step. So need thumbnail. Once the thumbnail's added, then after that it says video script pending, right? Your script writer will write the script, add it into a file, and then move it over to video or uh, script. Oh, excuse me. Script is done. Script Video script completed. From there, you move it over to voiceover pending. Your voiceover artist will literally read the script and they'll narrate it or voice act it, move it over to voiceover complete. Then after that, your video editor will pick that up with the script and with the voiceover, move it over to video editing pending. Then after that, move it over to video editor, video editing complete. And then now it's back in your part to upload it, right? Mm. And then optimize it. So that's like the flow of the Trello board and it keeps everybody organized. It keeps your, your actual team members knowing what they need to do to move it over and over mm. and over. And you know, it just, is an organized workplace because a lot of times when I talk about YouTube automation, people are just like, yo, like how do I even keep these people in a group? How do I even like organize it? That's that's the way you do it. It's yeah. the Trello board. So yeah, like it's just that. a way to organize it. Yeah, yeah. Throw that in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's yeah, good. That's good. Bro. And you suggest start starting out one video a week. Yeah, I, I feel like do what you can. 
Um, it really ain't. It really ain't a specific like uh, upload schedule because, like I said, people do what they can. Right. Yeah. Don't go in there trying to burn yourself out uploading a video every single day, and then you get to a point where you just like, man, I don't even want to upload no more. Just treat it like a TV channel. Right. YouTube channel, TV channel. Yeah. That's where they got it from. If you know your show is coming on a specific time of the week, specific, specific day of the week, just make sure you have it consistently on that day. If you're going to commit to one video a week, make sure you commit to a specific day and make sure you don't miss that day every single week you upload. Two videos a week, same thing. As long as you consistently upload on a specific day, you've grown a loyal audience, they're going to know when to tap in with you. Yeah. So that's that's really what it is. It's not really a specific amount. Now, one video a month, is that going to do anything? It's, it's going to take forever for you to grow. Yeah. That's just real, yeah. right? Up, up, up one video compared to four videos a month, that's a big difference, right? So upload as much as you can, but just make sure quality over quantity, and that's how you're going to win. Yeah, love it, love it, love it. All right. Outside of YouTube automation, man, what's next for you? <laughs> anything on Horizons? Tomorrow, tomorrow morning, we close on a 60-unit apartment building. Ah, congratulations, man. Yeah, bro. So, yeah. Real estate. Real estate. You know Digital real estate. <laughs> funding the, the, the physical real estate. Yeah. So real estate, um, we're actually getting ready to open a lounge, too. We're we just looking for the property out here in Atlanta. I love that. Um, so, yeah, just real estate, bro. I, I feel like that's really what's next. And then, of course, just bringing up my community of mentees mm -hmm. and making the best YouTube automators in the space, bro. Yeah. Like, just just taking them all to the next level. That's so. tight, man. I might have to join this challenge, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. See what's happening. Tap in and run the play, <laughs> man. You know what I'm saying? That's it, man. So, listen, man. First of all, I appreciate you coming through. This man, I appreciate you too, great, bro, for having Great me. conversation. Yes, great conversation. Anytime we have guests on the show, man, we like to give them something from the run the play show. So, you know what I'm saying? We got a, got a box for you, brother. You know what I'm saying? Let oh, me, uh, Philip, oh, we grab that for you real quick. I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? Just a little love for oh, the man, bro. show. I appreciate this. I love gear, bro. There you go. Dang. You know what I'm saying? You got some, some new age oh, gear. Y'all yeah. know the yeah. number one. Jeez. Uh, nah, that's dope. Apparel for entrepreneurs. And oh, then also. Man. Hey, a book, man. Book. This is dope. Run the play. The speed gear. of trust. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you knew my size and everything, bro. Got you the beat. Rap for athlete entrepreneur. You know nah, it's hard, bro. We're gonna play Jackie, you know it's you crazy. Y'all trying to get one, and I think it sold out at Circle <laughs> CEOs, yeah. bro. Yep. And my shirt and shirt too. Nah, this is dope, bro. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah, yeah appreciate yeah. you coming through, man. Yeah, you know, man. Trying to drop some knowledge to the people, man. We appreciate oh, man, you, man. That's so, dope, bro. I appreciate. Just want to so say appreciate, man. Yeah, bro, appreciate appreciate you. coming through. Yes, sir. So again, y'all heard the play today, man. YouTube automation. How to go out here, build a brand online, and you ain't got to use your face. You ain't got to use nothing. But this right here, and I'm telling you, this guy knows the information, so tap in with him, learn from him. Y'all got to play. Now go run. What's going on? Listen, make sure you guys go to runtheplaystore.com. Get your official Run to Play gear. We talk about shirts, socks, jackets, for everybody that's Run to Play all across the world. Are you ready? We're going to run the yeah. play. Let's Do you go. know what it's like to come for nothing at all? But every day you just wanting it all. Do you know what it's like?